Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guests' lives and the jewellery that carry them through it. Each week we'll be chatting to a different face and voice, some that you might recognise, some that might be new to you. They'll also be curating their own shoppable Daisy edit, which you'll be able to get your hands on with an exclusive discount, which is revealed at the end of each episode, so stay tuned. Now, let's see whose jewellery collection we're diving into next. Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, and I'm joined by the beautiful, impeccably dressed, Miss India Semi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. And you do look absolutely gorgeous. And we did mention earlier on, we're quite happy that I went for cream and you went for black. Exactly. And I think it looks quite good on camera. Yeah, we're happy with that. Good, good. (laughs) Um, So introduce yourself. Tell, Tell everyone who you are, what you do and why. So my name is India Semi. I am approaching 30 and I live with my fiance James in London, um, not too far away from where we're filming actually. My day job is at LTK, which is a digital marketing platform powered by influencers. And on the side, I am a content creator. But I think by the time this goes live, I'm gonna be doing that full time, which is exciting. That is big. So yeah, new chapter about to begin. I wanna dive more into that. Like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about making that that move well it's not really a move because obviously LTK is kind of like a shift a shift yeah exactly has it been a a daunting decision to make it was it's I felt great since I've made the decision Mm -hmm. I started my content creation as a business essentially or kind of took it more seriously from like the springtime of 2020 and it's been growing since then which has been amazing and gives me amazing opportunities like this and it's been kind of playing in the back of my mind that it's something that one day I'd love to do full-time but I absolutely love LTK I love the people I've had an amazing career there, which mm. we can discuss a bit more. Mm. Um, and I've been there for nearly six years. So wow. it definitely wasn't just, um, you know, I'm just going to go for it. It mm. was considered for a long time. And I head up an amazing team there. Um, and I'm actually on the brand side there, whereas on the content creation side, I'm kind of an influencer myself, I guess. And it was just something that was taking over my thoughts more and... One day I just woke up and I just thought, I've just got to go for it. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't planned to do it that day or anything. And I just woke up and was like, I'm going to quit today. Um, And I just did it. So I'm really excited. I I felt like I wasn't feeling as myself anymore, I think, because my heart was more in my own content creation. Doing something that you're not as engaged with anymore for a prolonged period Mm. can wear you down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So... As soon as I made the decision, I definitely felt much lighter and much more myself. So I'm really excited. And as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm turning 30. So I do that on the 4th of January and I'm going to start a new decade, new life. Amazing. New so 2023 will be big. That's it. I was going to say 2023 is the new yeah, year. Exactly. I'm so not... wait, you turn 30 on the 4th of Jan? I do, which lots of people think it's not the best birthday, but I kind of like starting the it's year afresh. Birthday, actually, is it? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I don't know if it's because I'm a Capricorn, but I feel like I'm quite a logical person. So to have new age and new year kind of in alignment works. Yeah, that- and it means if I ruin, you know, if I if I lose my New Year's resolutions within the first few days, I can just start again on the fall. <laughs> but actually, my best friend hates having her birthday on the fourth. Like you said, well, because everyone's just tired yeah, I know, and I feeling know. a bit. But sometimes people want an excuse to have fun as yes. well. But yeah, the first Wednesday in January for my thirtieth is 
it's wow. not the best. <laughs> Hasn't got much of a ring to it, has it? <laughs> nope. Um, but at least I won't be in the office. So. Um, okay, so I've asked you to bring in your significant pieces. So we're going to go through them soon. Amazing. I'm really hoping, because I have heard a story about one of India's significant pieces, and I'm you really hoping it is to do about periods, her mother and a lovely gift so I'm really hoping you brought that in uh, oh I have I okay. hope that's like the title of the podcast yeah. period bracelet okay but first you touched on your career a little bit yes India edit where does that come from the edit part tell me a bit about so that so the edit part I mean I've had a lot of blogs in my life um, I think I started my first one when I was at university probably in about 2018 no that's a lie 2012 sorry um and my first blog so I was at university in Exeter and I grew up in Oxford so it was called X Ox and in between I mean what a ring to it (laughs) Um, and then about a couple of years after that I called it my uni years but obviously that had a limited time frame Um, and then I just thought I think I then had my 20 somethings so that was gonna last me up until about now I guess um But after a couple of years of not doing it, I just thought, right, I need something more timeless, something Mm -hmm. that will grow with me. And um, I came up with the India edit. And what I loved about it, which I've done, is that I could just slot different words into the the something edit. So I have the interiors edit. I'm thinking of starting a podcast next year, year, which will be the, I'm not gonna give it away, but something edit. Um, And it just, is more timeless, I guess. Mm -hmm. And having worked um, at a company that works with influencers, it's quite confusing when people have a separate name to their, you know, their Instagram handle is different to their actual name. So you've got to remember two different things. So I thought I'd just give everyone um, a leg up if I put my name in it. (laughs) (laughs) A leg up, I like that. That makes sense. Didn't think of the word there. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I started this one in probably about 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just grew during lockdown, as I think lots of people did on social media. Mm. And I had a lot more time to dedicate to it. Um, so it's been, yeah, kind of consistently growing since then, which has been amazing. And I've met so many wonderful people, got to do so many dream things. Mm. And I'm just really excited to see where it takes me. Amazing, so are we. And I should say, India, you're a fan of Daisy. Absolutely. Another reason why you're here, India, for those who are listening, India is wearing uh, the Magnus chain necklace, Figaro chain necklace, and actually the matching bracelets, the Magnus bracelet and the Figaro bracelet. Um, I've always been a bit of a magpie when it comes to jewellery, as as we'll touch on. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm always layered up in tons of things. Me too. I love Daisy. Good. We like that. Um, One thing I should say is that at the end of this... I'm going to be asking you to choose your 12 forever favorite pieces of Daisy um, pieces. So, and in those 12 pieces, that will be a shoppable edit. The The India India edit. edit. (laughs) I love how we said that at the same time. The India edit that people can shop and get 20% off. Um, So we'll reveal that discount code at the end of this episode. Um, You don't have to remember the whole 12 pieces, but I guess as we go through, you might think of a couple of pieces you want to add into the edit. Okay, now you are engaged. I am. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Um, you so much. And I know 
that one of your significant pieces is going to be the, the engagement So we'll is, hold yes. that. But what I really want to dive into now is I know you're amazing at planning events. Hopefully. And I've heard that you have literally gone ding and planned a wedding. So <laughs> tell me all your is secrets. Is that what Meg told you? Yes. Yeah. Tell me all your secrets. How do you do it? I mean, I feel like, well, I've been with James for over eight years. So I knew that it was kind of on the agenda. Mm-hmm. And I think probably about a year ago, I was starting to like tune in more to weddings that I was seeing just so I was like ooh as and when I do get married hopefully um what's that going to look like for me and I would very happily have an abroad wedding but I think James is quite set on England so was keeping my eyes and ears open about venues in the UK I actually think I'm not going to say where I'm getting married but I think one of your other guests got married at the same place that's ah. the only clue that I'll give oh, nice. um so a beautiful British countryside venue color scheme what's your color, color scheme? scheme can you tell so, us yes so I'm going for kind of earthy tones mm-hmm. like sagey greens nice. peachy pinks that yeah, sort of I, I thing I think you would go for yeah those. yeah I think I definitely grew up like when I look at my Pinterest there's loads of pink going on right um but I was like I don't want it to be too like girly mm-hmm. I think I want to bring in more earthy tones mm-hmm. I guess just to make it a bit more chic I yeah. would say um and for me I think I had a good idea of who I wanted as my photographer videographer the food um the venue even and so when we got engaged it was just like Peace all stations go um <laughs> James did come James took longer to come around some of my ideas um it's very yeah. irritating isn't it oh I know very yeah. irritating that they even have I know. I'm sorry to say that I even have to have an opinion. I did actually at one point <laughs> just say, do, you, need to have an do you just want to turn up to our wedding, babe? <laughs> and I'll just plan it. And he was like, no, I want to be involved. I was like, oh, okay. But now I'm like, okay, well, if you want to be involved, you got to do the boring bits yeah. as well. So what so, have you put him in charge of? Has he- um, I mean, he's been reading contracts. Oh, at the wow. moment, he's collating lists of accommodation options. He was in charge of DJ. He did have one stipulation for the wedding, which was that we needed to have fried chicken. So okay, that will like appear that. in some capacity. <laughs> nice. Um, and yeah, it's all coming together. I mean, it's a hell of a lot of work. So we've gone for a venue where it's dry hire and it means that we bring literally everything yeah. in from every fork to every ice cube, etc. Which I'm not regretting because it will all be to our taste, which I'm really excited about. But, but it is a lot I'm on a bit the list. like, should have yeah. just gotten, gone for like a plug and play. Yeah, sure. We are um, talking about um, James having an opinion. So I'm yes. going through the same process. That's are why you? I want to know all oh of my your gosh, planning exciting. secrets. So, but Dan has such an opinion on the things. And we've yeah. got, so he, Dan would happily get married in Old Windsor Memorial Hall. Okay. Yeah, you know, with the with the stage, with the velvet yeah, curtains. Yeah, yeah. You're not feeling it. Like a bring and share. And I said, yeah. it's not really on brand. Yeah. It's not really on my brand. <laughs> do you think you'll go for a church wedding? No. No. No, we definitely know that. Yeah. We, we don't want to do that. Um, we did go and see a venue the other day. And oh, I stayed cool. really, and I've been looking at it for ages. Yeah. And we live in Windsor. He grew up in Old Windsor. Yes. So it's up the road. Amazing. Actually next door to Elton John's house. Oh, hello. Cash. Um, Love that. Hopefully he'll jump over the fence and pop in. Yeah. But um, we went there and I stayed super quiet because you know what it's like. You have to play, you have to play yes. then, don't you? Yeah. Like, I'm keeping my cool. I won't say yes. anything. Yes. I actually don't think I did that. Really? <laughs> no. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I did manage to keep my cool. And actually he said to the owners of the place, yeah. like, this is blown. I didn't have any expectations, but any 
I did have is blown oh, I'm so awful, excited awful. for you. So everyone loves a proposal story, and yes. I know your ring is in your significant pieces. It is so indeed. Should we dive into your? Yes, pieces? let's do it. Shall we? Are we going in chronological order? I think that makes sense. Shall yeah, we? Perfect. So you're a Capricorn. I am. Yes. I'm a Virgo, so that really suits me as well. Right. Sort of, I mean, is that quite a Capricorn? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Trait? I can't okay. be having things in different orders. <laughs> Here, there, everywhere. It's either front to back or back to front. Yeah. Not not jumping around. On that note, I still do this. Mm-hmm. Whenever I used to buy a magazine, yeah, I flick through it front to back, oh, yeah. and I read it back to front. Oh really? Like, not like you know, I'm not that clever. Oh, it? But as in, I'll go from the back and choose the article. Oh, I've never heard them. of that. Yeah, that's, that's how I do it. That's I kind cool. of like, what's in here? Yeah. Now I'll go back. It's very strange. Anyway, <laughs> let's focus on the task ahead. So, where are we starting? So we're starting kind of at birth, I guess, or when Love. I was little. So, Amazing. I am half Sikh, half Jewish. Mm-hmm. Not that you can really be half Jewish, but my mum's Jewish and mm-hmm. my dad is Sikh. Um, And it is customary in the Sikh religion to wear a kara, which is spelled K-A-R-A. And they are just very simple, like stainless steel bangles. We've had different ones. Yeah, this one's got a ridge in it Mm -hmm. that I'm holding up right now. Um, This I think is, I think I've had quite a few through my life. Really? Through my younger years, because there's a photo of me, which I'll share on my Instagram when this goes live, of me wearing one when I'm like one. Um, And then this one I think is probably the second one I had. And then I remember my grandmother on my dad's side, she brought me one back from a temple in India, which was actually silver. But customary, they are stainless steel. I can actually get this one on still as can well. Can you? And, and when you say, so, and is it customary to wear it forever? Yes, or is it, it more is. Of a... I probably should still wear one, but my family's not very religious. But like my dad still wears one. He actually uses it as a bottle opener, which is quite helpful. Jewelry's <laughs> 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 versatile. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> most Sikhs that you will see mm-hmm. will be wearing one of these because in Sikhism, there are five Ks. I'm, I don't know what they all stand for, but one is the ah, Kara. The Kara, okay. So, that's my first piece of jewelry. Love that. Um, okay, next. So this is the this is the, the juiciest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what we have now is what my friends coined. This is going to make a nice sound to the mic if you hold that up. Oh yeah, can you guys hear that? This you're hearing the dulcet tones of what my friends called my period bracelet, <laughs> and this this is because it is a beautiful kind of classic Tiffany charm bracelet that I got when I started my period of all things. Um, And I asked my parents the other day, I was like, why did you get me a bracelet for starting my period? And they said, well, my mum, she had two brothers and they weren't very nice to her growing up. They are nice to her now. Um, But she said when she started her period, it wasn't a very nice experience because they weren't very nice to her about Mm -hmm. it. And she wanted for my sister and I to make it a positive thing. I love that. So we got um, Tiffany Charm bracelets when we started our periods. Not for starting our periods. <laughs> Congratulations. Here's More of like a coming of age thing. Okay. Like, you know, you're yeah. entering womanhood. And it was just a nice way to commemorate it. And at the time, Tiffany was all oh the rage. God, of course. I was a diehard silver jewellery wearer. Yeah. Um, my friends actually described me as a Christmas tree because of how much silver <laughs> so I always had on. Just jangled around the place. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is the most notable piece from that time. Okay, I've actually so- got it engraved with India 
X. That's quite telling of how old I was when I when I got it because I put a little kiss on there. Um, but I, I mean, it's a beautiful bracelet. I love it. I actually have a Tiffany bracelet, and I remember just thinking, "Wow, that that was my first piece of yeah. chunky, yeah, exactly, real jewelry." I know. I was so proud of it. Period bracelets. Watch this space. <laughs> Shall we have? I think so. Maybe we're going to start want a viral a- moment. That's yeah. that's what you got to do. I think that's a good idea. Okay. Um, all right, then your next piece. Okay, so the next piece is actually a diamond necklace. So I've been eyeing this one up. It's beautiful. Super simple, just a beautiful diamond um, and a gold chain. in gold mm. um, on a very delicate gold chain. And this one I got for my 21st birthday from my parents. And the diamond has a really amazing story. So as I mentioned, my mum's side family is Jewish. And just before World War Two, my mum's maternal grandfather mm-hmm. um, could see that things were getting a bit hairy mm. for the Jewish community. Mm. And they were living in Stamford Hill in East London at the time. And f- he wanted to ensure that the women in his family were safe during the war. Mm. So he bought or rented about three houses in Cheltenham Mm -hmm. and all the women in the family moved to Cheltenham for the duration of the war. And at that time, he wanted to ensure that if people had to escape anywhere and they needed to travel, um, they could carry money in kind of any current thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So instead of giving them, you know, wads of cash, um, he actually bought quite a few diamonds. Mm. And my mum got to choose a couple and she had them made into earrings. And then for mine and my sister's 21st birthdays, we had them made into necklaces. Gorgeous. So this is one of those diamonds. Isn't that amazing to think that, you I know. know, even he handpicked those yeah. diamonds. It's really, really and special. And yeah. actually I was burgled a few years ago. And I was this was the thing that I was most worried that yeah. had gone. But luckily the burglar didn't find it good um so yeah very very special i actually don't wear it that much mm-hmm. and i may for my 30th have it made into something that i wear maybe for the wedding more. yeah exactly yeah so i quite like that it can go through different iterations and yeah. kind of suit my mum's life my life and hopefully one day one of my children yeah exactly that's just such a beautiful story and exactly what we say jewelry is yeah definitely. Can, can be to people exactly and can do, like passing it down i think that's yeah. so nice um okay then we have piece your next number piece. four yes so as the tiffany charm bracelet was very of the <laughs> kind of 2000s yes. i would say um the monica vinida friendship bracelet was very of the 2010s it really was so i had one yeah i mean who didn't <laughs> so this is the monica vinida kind of classic friendship bracelet mm. It's like a half, no, a three-quarter gold bangle. Mm. And then I have a black strap on it. And I got this um, a few months after James and I started officially going out um, for my graduation. So we met at university and this was the first piece of jewellery that he gave me. And it's got the date of my graduation engraved on it. And I mean, I don't wear it now, but I still have it. <laughs> and it just marks like a nice moment in time. Definitely. And I treasured it for a Absolutely. long time. I mean, again... That's what this is about. Jewellery that marks significant moments in our lives. And it is one of those pieces that will always stay in your jewellery box, won't it? And you'll be fond of it forever. Yes. I love that. Okay, and now it's coming up to almost the current day. Yes, it is. Your final piece. 
the engagement so, ring. So yeah, my final piece is my engagement ring, which is definitely my most special jewelry piece mm. of all time. Um, it is kind of an art deco style ring. I'll hold it up to the camera. Um, <laughs> so it's got three stones. One, the central stone is like a rectangular bezel brilliant cut diamond I mm-hmm. believe and then I have two shield cut diamonds Love on the that. side which are kind of like triangles um, and then they're all wrapped in gold so about a year and a half ago I think it was we are at my cousin's wedding and we were drunk and people were like James would never choose a ring for you you're way too fussy which is true <laughs> and I was like no guys I think I think he will and that stresses me out quite a lot um and so I think I went and chatted him drunkenly on the dance floor and was like everyone says you're not going to get me a ring but I know you will and it gives me anxiety and he was like okay you can send me some pictures of what you want so I subsequently did um, of rings of this style because I wear a lot of gold. I kind mm-hmm. of transitioned from silver to gold from my 21st birthday. And so I'd seen some rings that I liked and I would just DM them to him randomly. Just mm-hmm. no comment, just yeah, as a ring. Just leave that there. Um, yeah, exactly. And he wouldn't reply to me, obviously. And <laughs> then um, he proposed in February. So nice. it was super low key. Shall I tell you the whole? I want to hear it all. Everyone loves a proposal story. Yeah. Well, I knew that it was coming in like this kind of six month window. Okay. I mean, I, it kind of better come in that six month, <laughs> six month window. Um, this is how you like to be aware yeah, of everything that's going so on. Annoying. I'm, yeah, I'm going to blame this on my Capricorn <laughs> tendencies. Um, but I looked at our calendar and been like, we're so busy. There's just no time for us to get engaged. <laughs> so I really didn't expect it. And I'd been on holiday with my family, came back and we'd had a really busy week where we'd just been like ships in the night. And there's a local, very rustic um, Caribbean restaurant on our road and it had really amazing reviews. So we were like, we should go there. So we went there on this Friday night and James had booked it. I think he'd booked it at like 9 p.m. or something because that was all that was available. And I think he thought we would have like a nice drink and maybe he would propose before and then we go out for dinner, etc. And being the kind of control freak that I am I messaged him the day before being like I've moved the booking to seven there's a table that's come up and yeah I'm gonna be out all day so I'll just meet you at the restaurant like I'm going to have my eyes tested and blah 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 <laughs> so he was like okay um anyway he acted completely normally we went out for this dinner I mean the tea the tables were basically on top of each other they were like picnic tables there was one man sitting next to us who wasn't with anyone else so he was basically on our date with us um and i mean amazing food and just a really very very chilled vibe open kitchen though so when we came home um i thought we were just going to watch tv on the sofa and we stank of chicken. So no proposal. No, no, no proposal. Not with a guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Your third wheel. Not. Okay. No. <laughs> would you have been mortified if you'd done um, it? Would you be mortified if you'd done it? Oh my it? gosh, yeah. I would be like, no, no, you clearly don't <laughs> know me if this is where you're proposing. And I think during dinner I'd actually been like, oh, I really need to get my nails done. Like I'm trying not to have my phone out, but can I just book to have my nails on? He was like, Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um Anyway, so we get home, stink of chicken. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, if we're just gonna watch TV on the sofa, I'm gonna get my pajamas on. So took off all my makeup, put pajamas on, like scrunched my hair up in a bun, put spot cream on my face. (laughs) And then I was literally in like ugly, cozy PJs. Came downstairs to the kitchen. 
I was just pottering around and then quite punchy from him. I haven't actually asked him why he did it in this order, but he got champagne out the fridge. And I'm fun when I want to be, but I'm also quite boring when I want to be. (laughs) And it was like 9 p.m. on Friday and he got this bottle out and I was like, what are you doing? Like, what are we celebrating? And in my head, I was like, no, no, there's literally no way we're having a whole bottle of champagne at 9 p.m. on Friday night. How boring do I sound? (laughs) And I just couldn't understand what it was for. And I was so ready to just deflect the situation. Mm -hmm. And then I just saw his facial expression kind of change. And from his pajama pocket, he pulled out a ring box. And then I just was like, oh my gosh. And just had a total a kind of ex not not crisis absolutely mm-hmm. not a crisis but just I'm very emotional and I cry at everything and all <laughs> of a sudden I was just like hysterically sobbing um so he got on one knee proposed and I did make sure to say yes because I was like yeah gotta make sure yeah um and then I it was quite dark so I was like oh my gosh like can I see the ring and so I like ran into the hallway to look at it and I absolutely loved it and I was just in a state of complete shock and I felt like my body just went into a state of shock as in it just couldn't cope with it Mm. (laughs) so taken aback that it had happened then I was so happy so surprised, um, so in love, yeah. and it was just very exciting. And then we just drank champagne on our sofa. Oh, I was giddy. very much like, I can't believe you proposed to me when I looked like this. I've got spot cream on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then we called our parents that evening. And yeah, it was so exciting. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I kind of felt like this sounds absolutely ridiculous, but like the princess and the pea, like the ergonomics of my hand had changed. (laughs) Really? I literally couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep with the ring on. And then I woke up at 7 a.m. like completely wired, had to have a bath. And then we'd like told (laughs) friends all morning. And then that evening, my heart was racing so much from all the excitement. Mm. I literally had to lie in our bedroom in the dark for about half an hour and just like breathe. Um, Because it was, I was like, body, why are you letting me down now? Um, But so happy. And then we went out for dinner with friends and I think I drank champagne every day for about 30 days afterwards. Amazing. So yeah, the ring. so he did ask my dad. He's quite traditional. I was so going to say. My dad, I was going to say. Did he, he asked my dad ages ago. He asked him in or well, a long time before he actually proposed. So he asked my dad in December. My dad was going to Kenya to visit his family there, and um, we were back at my parents in Oxford. And my mum and I went out on a walk. And I remember complaining the whole time on the walk that it was too long, <laughs> and little did I know what was going on Aww. at home. Um, came back. They didn't say anything. And then I think at Christmas, my dad like pulled my pulled James over and was like, you know, what's happening? Like you asked my permission, like why is why are you not engaged yeah. yet? And I think the ring was taking a bit of time. So okay. he designed the ring with the jeweler. Love and, that. Um, had some secret meetings. And then when I was on that family holiday the week before we got engaged, he braved Storm Eunice to go and get it. So he said he Brilliant. literally braved the storm, like holding the bag under his arm. Oh, I was wow. like, that's pretty impressive. That is. Um, so yeah, he smashed it. He really, really did. And, and the ring actually, is there's beautiful. another fun story about it. Yeah. So he is a huge Liverpool football fan. Okay. I'm and sure <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I've always kind of understood my place. It's like Liverpool <laughs> first, and then me. And his life often revolves around when Liverpool are playing and his mood is very dependent on whether they win or lose. Mm -hmm. And so my ring is actually engraved with the Liverpool slogan. 
Wow. Which is, I mean, it's not like, come on, you spurs or anything. It's you'll <laughs> never walk see. alone, which is romantic. Okay. Um, and when you and read very that, fitting. did you know it was the Oh, yeah, slogan? I knew. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Because exactly. I would have read and gone, oh, I'm weird. Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. So it's nice because it's got a kind of dual meaning. <laughs> I really, really like that. That's amazing. Um, and just a little yeah. reminder that... Liverpool's always going to be yeah. there. <laughs> Wrapped around that finger. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's such a nice story. Um, thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. Back to events. We've talked about your wedding. Yes. I know you like planning lots of events. I, I saw over the summer you, you hosted quite a few events. Where do you start? Is it the food? Is it the location? Is it the Great guest question. List? Yes. I think it's probably going in on everything at once. Um, <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm quite observant and I just like... I guess mentally pin things in my mind. Mm-hmm. So um, if I find a great venue, I'm like, ooh, like what could I use that mm. for? If I find a great caterer or mm-hmm. a baker or something, then I'm just plotting away about mm-hmm. where that could come into my life. Um, I think the location often kind of defines the vibe yeah. and that definitely has a knock-on effect on how you want the food to be and mm-hmm. how you want the colors and everything to be. Um, so earlier this year we had an engagement party and that was in a really cool space called Stockwell Studio which is like a very kind of industrially blank canvas Mm. um, not too far away from where we live and it had like big plastery pink walls and I was like I want to keep Mm. this industrial so Mm -hmm. when I was hiring chairs I made sure they were in keeping with the vibe and went for quite a minimal look with the flowers etc then I did a picnic for my bridesmaids just because not all of them had met. Yeah, it was so so nice. nice. And I wanted them all to meet. So I thought, what better way to do it than Mm -hmm. a middle summer picnic? And actually one of my bridesmaids has this kind of shared garden. So we did it there. And that one I made a lot more girly and kitsch and um, quite cute. Yeah, Mm. exactly. And like, and I like playing on a theme. So Mm. there was lots of gingham and pastel colors and stripes and, you know, all that Mm. sort of thing. So I think it's fun to keep an event in line with the whole vibe essentially and so for our wedding I've thought about it a lot like we're getting married in spring so I really want to evoke a feeling of springtime Mm. keep the colors in keeping with that make it feel quite like fresh but also quite wild and abundant as well and that matches the venue Mm -hmm. and so I think you do want everything to align Mm. And with the food, rather than going for a more kind of traditional caterer, we're going for a much more relaxed, kind of naughty Italian food. And I think that just all ties into how we want everyone to feel on the day. Yeah, that's really good. It really sets the tone, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think those things can be overlooked quite easily. Yeah. And for me, they're all really important elements because it 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 make it creates the feeling yeah definitely okay just making notes for my own wedding thank you very much um coming back to jewelry yes. what is your i mean we've spoken about what you're wearing you've got the magnus you magnus chain necklace you've yep. got the figaro chain yep. necklace and the matching bracelets i know you like to layer i do um what's your go-to piece is it necklaces earrings rings what's your kind of safe space i love all of it to be honest yeah I feel very naked without it without all of it I think so yeah yeah. I mean I very rarely take it off which is also why I love Daisy because 
I just wear it in the shower, wear it to bed, wear it to exercise, etc. You're not et cetera, supposed to. You do I'm say so to take sorry. it off. I'm so no. sorry. No, but it's so good. No, I'm exactly the same. Because obviously, if you wanted to stay shiny yeah. and gold for a really yes, long time, definitely advise to take it off. But that I'm, makes total sense. I'm the same. Um, I'm, but I'm, I'm quite a, lazy. Me too. So, and I hate battling with a bracelet to get it on. Yeah. You know. Um, so I've always, as as my friends declared me the Christmas tree, I think I've always yeah. been one that kind of layers. I mean, earrings are easy because they're always just there mm-hmm. and you can't see now because the headphone, but I always do have like big stack of earrings on. Mm. Um, and I think I don't, unless it's a special event, I don't wear like one big statement thing. I do love the layering and I mm. love having lots of delicate pieces mm. layered on top of each other and then kind of changing those combinations. And I've always loved all the chains that Daisy do. I feel like I've been through like the flat curb. Yes. The one that you're wearing, which I love. The, which got the chunky chain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like the oval, the oval links. Oh, this guy. I no, got, no, the, oh, no, the one you're holding. The chunky yeah, exactly. chain. Yeah, I love the rectangular links. Like... I just think a chain is so timeless. It's so good that you can like wear it with an open dress, exactly. wear it with a shirt, layer totally. load up over a t-shirt. And I love when I'm chatting to other people and you get kind of drawn into their jewelry and you just find yourself being distracted by yeah. their amazing stack of earrings or their necklaces yes. or whatever. And so it's always been a really lovely detail that I've, yeah, I don't think there's ever been a time in the last 10 years or whatever where it hasn't maybe even more than that where it hasn't been a big part of my life amazing talking about jewelry sparking conversation i i honestly think in this last week i've had quite a busy week of meetings mm-hmm. and going to some exciting things and without even realizing it have you know meet, meet someone new yeah and they started talking about their jewelry yeah. before i even told oh, them i, I worked that. in jewelry and it just starts conversation oh yeah i've got i've Definitely. got this i got this and someone yeah. i was speaking to yesterday every single piece of jewelry that she was wearing mm. was her grandmother's her oh, mum's cool. um her, her dad yeah. used to wear this hoop in his yeah. ear when he was a child it's just so nice jewelry is a conversation totally. i mean we do do it with clothes as well yeah, and yeah 100% i sort of in the daisy office i kind of laugh at us sometimes because yeah. someone will walk in and say oh I love that and go oh thanks it's from such yeah, and such yeah. and I got it on sale we love it <laughs> I know to... it's so funny isn't it but I yeah. think jewellery I mean I personally change mine much less than I change my clothes yeah <laughs> um, you know change my clothes more than every month or so <laughs> um and I think it's amazing how you can at all at once be wearing something really old and yes. something really new something really expensive with something that's more affordable mm-hmm. and it just like you're never going to have the same combination of jewelry as yeah. anyone so it's just a really nice way to bring more of your personality definitely into your outfit. i've actually set myself a challenge this week to put completely new jewelry oh, on every that. single cool. day um which honestly is a yeah. challenge because yeah, yeah, i definitely. put the same earrings in i yeah. wear the same necklaces yeah. i take my rings off every day but mm-hmm. i put them all back on mm-hmm. the same ones um, because it, I just go for the pieces yeah. that are just safe, yeah, that I can sleep in, the ones that I just know go with anything. So I yeah. thought, no, with our new jewellery boxes, I'm taking it all off. I'm putting I mean, it all on again in the morning. Can we just take a second to mention the jewellry box? We should If really, you're listening, you can't see it, but it is a beautiful raffia jewellery box. On my wish list this year, I would say lots of homewares, actually. Mm-hmm. I love much to James's hate because of our 
exploding cupboards. I love tableware things. Mm-hmm. So napkins, candlesticks, yeah. vases, things that I can't necessarily justify just buying myself. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, lots idea. of homewares, definitely. I mean, for my 30th birthday as well, which is not really a question, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I feel like for that, you want something that will really mark the occasion. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, maybe resetting that diamond or something. Mm. Um, but I need to have a proper think. We've also got to think about our wedding list, which is fun. So, gosh, yeah, I yeah. need to have a sit down and do a big present thought shower. Yeah, that's a really basically. good idea. Yeah. Dan, uh, Dan my other half is exactly the same. Yeah. So I'm quite tactical with asking yes, exactly. for vases, bowls. Exactly. Because then they got... can't get cross with you because you got it as a present. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't even tell him that I asked for it. I'm like, oh, they just oh really gosh, know me. Oh my gosh, they just know me so well. A new bowl. I know. What are you going to use another bowl for? Exactly. I think I also want a new Kindle. Okay. Because the gift of books is a pretty good one. Yeah. So that's on my list. Nice. I mean, Jewelry is obviously a fantastic present. Well, what about on your daisy wish exactly. list? Have you been okay. eyeing up any new pieces? Do you know what? I've always loved the tea bar. I mm-hmm. think that's just such a classic. classic piece. And earrings as well. I think love those, especially around Christmas for events mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like receiving or giving someone a really beautiful pair of earrings just can never go amiss mm. and I love like building a stack so lots of the kind of huggy hoops etc I think those are really cool I think it could be a cool idea to get someone like a piercing and then get them an earring or something that's nice yeah. quite like doing experiential things yeah. as well um but I think I'll just always go back to the amazing chains that you have we actually have just launched birthstones so maybe feel yes although I'm not gonna lie January stone is just not really the what's one what's January like remind garnet. me garnet I was gonna say garnet yeah, not feeling it's kind garnet. of a bit of a cloudy color isn't yeah, it yeah it's like a cloudy red Liverpool red oh <laughs> noted we won't be sending you a birthstone for your birthday (laughs) that sounds so ungrateful (laughs) but I'm just a bit miffed about that I'm not an April baby yeah sure (laughs) I um I love the fact that it's always Liverpool red you are absolutely I know I just think in Liverpool now don't I just see the world through a Liverpool tinted lens (laughs) Um, Okay, so what is coming up next for you? Obviously, we've talked about, well, I do know wedding's coming. You're leaving LTK. exactly. You are doing your own thing. You're going to be turning 30. Quite a lot of big things. I know, it's quite intimidating, isn't it? And I also seem to, instead of just having a low-key 30th, I've now seemed to be planning about three. So (laughs) that's that's on the agenda as well. Um, I'd love to do my own podcast. Yeah, I love that. That's something I really enjoy doing, like, have loved chatting today and I think I would really like to have a medium that's like longer form than Mm. Instagram I think Instagram by nature is quite two-dimensional and I would love something that kind of intellectually stimulated me Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like a podcast is where that would sit for me so yeah watch the space I'm excited we are poised now I'm going to end on some quick fire questions but before we do you're going to choose the 12 pieces in your edit. You yes. don't have to choose all 12 of those now, but can we assume that the Magnus chain necklace Absolutely, is going to be in yeah. there? Everything I'm wearing will be in there for sure. Absolutely. And then the, I think probably we should put some tea, the tea bar yeah, in I there. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and actually huggies. we were discussing before how the tea bar charm bracelet is almost like yes. an edgy version of, oh, yeah. of the period bracelet. It goes so. well with the Tiffany. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think I'm definitely going to look to the pieces that I've shared or talked through today for some inspo as well. So 
You can get 20% off India's edit of 12 Ooh. pieces. And I think, should we make the code just India20? Yes, perfect. And you, you can do that right now. Um, okay, so before we go, quick fire questions. Amazing. They're incredibly intense. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know, am I? <laughs> no, they're really not. Um, silver or gold? Gold. But you started silver. I started silver. I was diehard silver until I switched yeah. to be diehard gold. Absolutely. But I feel like silver's making a comeback and I feel like... It is. It's very cool. Yeah. So... It is making a comeback. Yeah. We've seen it quite a lot. I think there could be some silver in the edit as well, you know. Ooh, mm. like that. Um, okay, huggies or hoops? A mix. Huggies at the top, hoops at the bottom. Very nice. Of my ear, that is. Styling advice from the <laughs> India edit. Uh, chunky or delicate? Oh, You're going to say a mix again, aren't you? I know. You? Is that allowed? Yes, you can. A mix, yeah. yeah. I think I'm always wearing a mix. And I like, you, you do like to wear lots of necklaces. You've got yeah, some fine exactly, ones and some chunky exactly. ones. Yeah, exactly. It works. Um, clothes or jewellery? I think I will go jewellery because it typically has a better story to tell. Mm-hmm. And as I said, you don't change it as often, so mm. it feels like more a part of you. Very nice. Very nice answer. <laughs> Promise I didn't practice that. Um, one piece you'd save in a fire. I think it's got to be the, well, it's now my engagement ring, but yeah. let's just say I'm wearing that. It would be the family diamond. Yeah, absolutely. Um, finally, I'll never leave the house without. My phone. Is that so boring? It, it's exactly what most people say, and I think it's what I would say. I was thinking, like, what would I? It's just my phone. I know, yeah. exactly. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you it's so been much so for having fun. me. I've had the best time. I've had a really nice time talking to you. Um, my highlight has been the period bracelet. We will start creating those. Can't wait. <laughs> I think you've got to credit my mum for that, to I be honest. Maybe you're right. Shout out to Jane. <laughs> thank you, Jane. Um, thank you so much, India. Thank it's been you. a pleasure. It's been heaven. Want to do it all over again? Well, maybe on your podcast. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Homegrown Daisy. I hope you've been inspired to start telling your own story with your jewellery and build on your Daisy collection. If you'd like to keep up to date, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, or join our mailing list for the latest offers and news. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love you to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts and help build our Daisy chain. Join us next time for another episode of Homegrown Daisy. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.